Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. This is the Civilized Barking Podcast with Zach Jackson. So welcome and thank you. Um, this will be our Civilized Barking End of Week podcast. It's become our Friday live chat. Don't always do it Friday at noon. Try to make that uh, the target around 45 minutes or so before the Browns wrap up their standard work week and we get the injury report and all of that stuff. So um, I'm not there today. I'm reading that Jordan Elliott is back to practice. Ethan Pochick is not. Uh, that was a misread on my part. I thought that he would be back. Um, and that's another big loss. So obviously we know the injuries of the week are the news. Um, and you look at Delpit and Okoronko especially. And Maurice Hurst, let's not leave him out. But those two guys especially. Um, Okoronko is the example of a big money free agent. You know, not only being good, but most importantly, finding the fit. I think he's been the second most disruptive pass rusher. That's a huge loss. Mo, Mo Hurst has been really good too. Veteran presence, likable, important locker room guy. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's not devastating. Um, it's impactful. And, you know, we'll go through some other items here, but I would just say this. There is a part of me that wonders, you know, does the offense crash back? Do the defensive injuries catch up? And, you know, are we reminded that this team hasn't clinched anything yet? Sure, there there is. But um, the coaching has been good. The makeup has been good. Guys have contributed before. They've kept the trainer rolling, right? And the defense at home has been especially good. And you win this one, you only need one more. And so I know they're alive in the division. I know the scenarios are uh, – there's a million of them, right? But the, for the Browns, it's about getting 10 and getting in. And with two home games, I think you, you got to be able to beat the Bears and the Jets and do that. So I don't expect Thornhill. I, I never did. Um, it will be interesting because Duran Harmon has played in Super Bowls. He's in his 30s. He's been around. You know, if he could still run, would he probably have already been on somebody else's roster? Yeah, probably. But you'll have Ronnie Hickman, the undrafted rookie, D'Anthony Bell, the second-year guy who's really just a special teams player, and then Harmon. Um you know, I don't know on Denzel Ward. I'm going to assume he's back, but I, I would have thought that he was back last week, and it turns out he didn't get cleared. So I don't know that there. Um, you know, Jaron Christian has, has been fine. Um, you want to keep Flacco and the tackles out of bad spots, obviously. James Hudson has not been good, um, but he is experienced. And, you know, they're experienced in mixing and matching guys and, and finding a way. So, you know, to me, with what Flacco has brought, you're going to live with an interception a game, right? And and you hope it doesn't end up with the other team on a short field, although it has for two weeks in a row. And you just you have to overcome it. So they've overcome so much. Um, why not keep it going and, and and win two more? So you know, I think the fact that Miles is less than 100 percent really comes back to the forefront um, with Oboe out. But you know, Zadarius has has been pretty good, uh, more than just the baseline stats. 
would indicate. But I, I also think that Oboe has been a part of that. And I just know that the drop-off on that D-line from the top guys to the next guys, to Alex Wright, to Isaiah McGuire, who's rarely played, to Siaki Ika, who hasn't played at all. You might have to bring Tommy Togiai off the practice squad. Um, that's a major drop-off. So you find a way to force turnovers. You know, you rely on Miles, on Zadarius, on Anthony Walker, on JOK, who's been awesome all year. And then last week, you know, Denzel didn't play, and the corners were awesome. Um, you know, Emerson is not a finished product, and that's the exciting thing. He's really good. It hasn't been every play or every week, but he was awesome last week. Greg Newsom has bounced back well from that Denver game. He's a, another really good player. Um, so they've done well there, and they still have the pieces. You know, the Bears, we know about Justin Fields. We know that mobile quarterbacks have given the Browns fits. Um, now, he's a lot different than, than Russell Wilson and uh geno smith are but you know that that's a problem the way he can run and throw against these safeties if he can evade the first rush or the first rush isn't as effective as it's been when the browns have been good you know that's an issue so i think this game comes down to turnovers and make your kicks and just fight and find a way um brandon staley just got fired which is no surprise that was overdue you know i root for the guy a local guy uh, local public school guy, him and Josh McDaniels, but they both sucked at their job and they get fired and that's how it works. <laughs> you guys are Browns fans. You know how that goes, right? So, um, you know, the Browns are, are in the moment in a healthy spot uh, for chasing the playoffs, for being adaptable, for finding a way. I think probably for the first time in a long time, they're in a better spot than the Steelers, right? Now, it would be typical Mike Tomlin for the Steelers to bounce back uh, tomorrow. And you know, still find a way to get in the playoffs. But with Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback, I don't think so. I, I mean, I know awful. He is a special brand of awful. Um, they they can't get anything going offensively, and their defense they don't have linebackers. Mink has been just a guy. Uh, I know the rushers got cleared, so I don't know. We'll see. But look for the Browns. It's worrying about the Browns. Last week gave you the leg up. You win two more, and then the other teams that crash the party are not up to you. Where you get. Drawn is not up to you. It is exciting. If the Browns play Jacksonville in the first round, could the Browns win? Yes. Um, the Browns draw Miami and their banged up offensive line in the first round. Could they win? Yes. But they got to get there, and that's really uh, where it is. So a uh, question from Sarah. Thoughts on Ward potentially playing? <clears throat> yeah, like like I touched on it. I think that he will, but it, it, it was a matter of the, of the doctors clearing him last week. And when they got to Saturday, they didn't clear him. So uh, I don't know what the fancy is going to say. It won. I don't know what the doctors, if it comes to tomorrow too, but um, we'll see. And, and they need him. This, this defense needs everybody they can get. Any news on Jerome Ford seems to have been put in the background. That's because he's not hurt. There's no injury. He, he went to the x-ray room. He's cleared. He's in practice like he's been. So you'll have Jerome Ford. You'll have Kareem Hunt. Pierre Strong had the illness. Um, if he doesn't get used much on offense, I think he can help a little bit. I think there is a chance that he'll get some touches here down the stretch, but Jerome Ford is fine. Um, well, Jimmy Haslam faced discipline from the league regarding the criminal investigation. I don't know um, how, how that would go. Could he potentially face discipline from the league? Yes, but what does that mean? You know, I mean, his culture is in place, <laughs> right? So um, kudos to Stefanski for continuing to overcome what he does on an almost daily basis and that inside that shit show. Uh, right. We'll see what happens there. Um, are the injuries just bad luck or aided by conditioning issues? You know, I think they're mostly just bad luck. 
Uh, and I see, look, when you wonder, like we saw Jed Wills working out at UCLA, you know, all we hear from the team is just surgery was the best. Of course, did something happen? I, I don't know. No, no one says that. Do you get better by firing your whole medical staff? I don't know. Lots of teams have injuries, guys. Um, everybody's playing hurt, playing through something at this point. I think it is luck in terms of, you know, do you get a sprain or do you get a tear? Um, do they all come at once or do they come over the course of the season? So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, I think it's like eight regulars on IR. That's a lot. That's that's more than most. But this is the NFL. Um, and there's a reason they're the first team in eight years to win with four starting quarterbacks and only the second team this century to win with four starting quarterbacks because it's impossible because most times you're sunk as soon as you are off of your starter, right? And like Bill Callahan, who coached Christian as a rookie, um, drives it. They go find Jaron, Jaron Christian on Halloween. and He becomes your left tackle. <laughs> you, know, you find Joe Flacco throwing in his backyard with his brother and he's your starting quarterback, right? Deron Harmon's available. You go get him. We'll see. You know, they stuck with Ronnie Hickman because they weren't sure how the safety position was going to play out. They didn't expose him to waivers. They didn't want to lose him. Now he's starting for you, you know? So, um, we will, we will see how this goes, but you're, you're, you don't really care who it is or what they make at this time. You, you need everybody on board and you need your big producers. They need Zedaria Smith more than ever. They need Miles uh, more than ever, but it's there for them. And, um, you know, this defense has, has done a lot of the dragging. Flacco gets a lot of the headlines deserved, not just for the story, but 89 passes in two weeks, guys. Um, think they trust him? Yes. He trusts what he sees. They trust him. And just being able to find the matchup on the outside and get the ball there, whether it's Amari or Elijah, and then, the, the of course, the big hits to Njoku last week. Um, that's an NFL offense. Keep it moving. Can you score 20 this week and win? You know, I think if you do, you will win. So we'll see uh, how that goes. Any chance of a Sioux signing? I don't know. I, I think probably uh, he hasn't been signed by now. Probably means he's not going to play. You know, last year it was around Halloween or so that he signed with the Eagles. Um, what does he really give you? I don't know. Um, you know, it's more on Siaki Ika and or Tommy Togiai. Uh, giving you something. Uh, Jordan Elliott continuing to get get himself back and get out of the concussion protocol, and he's played, this is his best season. So, again, kudos to the personnel department and the coordinator and the players themselves for what they've made work on this D-line. But all eight guys have played a role. And to be down two of them, minimum, um, it's going to be tough. So we'll, we'll see how they do it. Does Flacco get the keys to Bill Cowher's mansion in Strongsville if he drags us to the plot? Yes. Uh, the Browns should have already paid for it to be cleaned and uh, installed with new TVs and all of that. Um, Joe's living in a hotel. <laughs> he's doing what he has to do, right? He's working a lot. He's studying a lot. He's keeping himself ready. Uh, he hasn't shaved his face, and his beard is gray, and he looks older every hour. But God bless him. I'm an old guy, too. I'm not in shape like he is. Um, I'm not ready for putt-putt golf. He stayed ready for NFL football. So you got to protect him. Um, and it's funny. You know, it hasn't always looked pretty. But, man, when he throws it pretty, it's pretty. And just in practice, I was just telling someone this this morning. When you're standing 15, 20 yards away and you watch him make these throws, like, you hear it. And it just looks different. It sounds different. Um, and if he can 
continue to ignite this offense and open doors that weren't open, then why can't they win a playoff game? Why can't they get there? Why can't they get there, right? So really cool story, and he's got to play well. He's got to take care of the ball. they got to protect him. Uh, Will any of the IR guys be able to come back at any point this year? The only one that even has that window open right now is Grant Delpit, and we don't know. He just had the surgery um, on Tuesday, I believe, so we don't know. He's out for the remaining four. That's the minimum. And then he would work like hell to get back, but I, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm going to guess a core muscle surgery just based on past guys is more like six. But, you know, Hurst is done for the year. Wills is done for the year. DeWan is done for the year. So, um, yeah, the, the numbers are slim. So it, I, it'll probably continue to be Jaron Christian at left tackle, James Hudson at right. Leroy Watson, who they actually signed before Jaron Christian but had never played a real NFL down becomes number three. And then off the practice squad, you have Alex Leatherwood, a former first-round pick, who's the latest Bill Callahan project. You have Michael Dunn, who's your top backup guard, who could move outside um, in, in a pinch. Dunn has kind of taken over that role as the top um, extra lineman. Um, Nick Harris you know, had been playing fullback all year. He's the center now of post can't play. That's a big loss. That's a big loss. I, I, I think it was just glossed over i assumed that that Poshik would be okay because Stefanski didn't address it directly they're super secretive with injuries um ethan Poshik is a good guy and a really good player but he is the kind of guy that if you ask him anything in the locker room he doesn't answer it even when he's not hurt so um and when they are hurt they're not in the locker room this is how the browns choose to operate it is what it is so yeah um is it fair to wonder what what's up with them Yes, but I, I yeah, clearly I'm not a doctor myself, and I think this is just part of the game. And these guys have been at it for a long, long, long time. You know, it's why teams that have playoff runs don't do anything in stage one of the offseason program. You know, it's just about having your guys. And even last week, you know, when when we weren't sure on Ward and some other guys were playing through, you thought, well, you have your guys, you have a chance. And then Thornhill's thing pops up again, and then you lose Delpit. Who'd been who just signed an extension, obviously, and been having such a good year, and then Obo, um, yeah, it's it, it's hurtful. Is it devastating? We'll find out. We'll find out. Terry, yes, is Flacco a match for Kevin's bread and butter game plan? Is that ex- explain Watson's struggles, or is Watson watch washed? We'll get to Watson after the season. Um, he's not he's not coming back right now, right? Um, Flacco is a match, I think. I think Flacco is really good at play action. I think Flacco is really good at diagnosing pre-snap. Um, I think Flacco is really good at saying, you know, what we would like to have. The ideal version of this play is not here. Let's go outside and just get the ball there. And so I think being able to throw it vertically, guys, has done a couple things. One, it obviously gives you chunk plays and makes the defense respect it. But two, you know, so many times for many reasons with all three of the other quarterbacks, not just the one. When you can't hit that simple one to the outside, uh, it makes it harder to move the chains. And it makes it so when you do score, it has to be those 10 or 12 plays, 70 yards every time. And those are soul-sucking drives. And when you can execute those and finish those, it's great for you. It's great for momentum and morale and keeping your defense fresh and all those things. But realistically, you can't do that three times, five times a game. You know, You need to be able to push the ball down the field. And I just think Amari Cooper has just like been given brand new life with Joe Flacco and they've only played five quarters together, you know? Um, 
a, a base thought in this offense is that David Njoku does not need to run 12 or 18 yard routes. Like they can get him the ball um, and short, quick dump offs and allow him to create and extend plays. And certainly he's done that. And those have been key moments in the season on those long drives, right? But the fact that he can get downfield, now the defenses know that he doesn't always do it, uh, that opens things up too. You know, so um, we'll see. You just got to keep Flacco healthy and upright. And, and you got a chance. Um, this AFC is wide open. <laughs> it really, there is not a great team in the AFC. There is not. There's not a great team in the AFC North to me. Ravens fans might take exception to that. The Ravens are good. Lamar finds ways to win. Lamar is never out of a game. But I, I don't know that this defense is really as good as prior Ravens versions or as championship level. We'll see. We'll see if it is. I don't know, you know, that it is. Um, KC obviously flawed. Buffalo, are they even going to get in? Well, they might be the favorite if they do, right? Um, Miami, all sorts of injury issues. Houston was on the charge. They've hit the wall. Jacksonville's got injury issues. You know, they missed, Trevor didn't have much practice last week. He misses Christian Kirk. Um, their defense couldn't get off the field when they needed it to. So who knows what's going to happen here, right? Um, who knows? Any chance for a home playoff game finally? Yeah, let's revisit that on Monday. Because if the Browns win and Jacksonville beats Baltimore, then obviously it's one game with three to go. And the Ravens on Christmas night play at San Francisco. So that, that door is open. But I, I'm just thinking more in the terms of the Browns have to win two and get in. And, and we'll see. Um, if one of those is a Joe, Joe Flacco playing for Cleveland, playoff clinching game against the Jets, that's wild. If it's ultimately Joe Flacco in Baltimore in January, or Baltimore coming to Cleveland to play Joe Flacco, well, that's just bizarro university and times are here, and we'll see. But yeah, the door is open. Everything is on the table here in the AFC and for the Browns. But the focus has to be just on getting those two and getting in. Um, where does Flacco play next year? That's a hell of a question. Um, I'm going to go full Stefanski and, and just defer all of that stuff. So these are the times you Browns fans have waited for. Enjoy them. Enjoy looking at the playoff scenarios and seeing you in there. Enjoy it's the other teams that are firing their coach and their GM on a Friday morning after getting embarrassed. It's the other teams that are looking ahead to the draft. And we'll see. Um, you know, once they lose in January, it'll be about a two day period of that was pretty cool and everybody needs a rest. And then it'll be like, oh, well, you know, we got cap issues here. We got quarterback issues here. And, um, you know, we're probably, you know, not in the AFC's top tier. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. We'll see. But I, I'm going to defer that, all of that till then. Because this is about just this team finding two more. Um, you know, would you like to keep Flacco? Sure. Do you probably need somebody to run your off season? Sure. Is it going to cause something, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, but but you signed up for every bit of this awkwardness when you gave that awful contract to this player, and that was before he had major surgery. So again, we'll get to that later. Um, does the fancy enter next season as a lame duck? Yeah, that comes up every Friday. Um, probably not. I, uh, almost certainly not, right? But uh, he's not going to talk about it or deal with it until the season's over, and... You know, we'll see. I, I think Kevin is going to be the coach here for probably for a long time. And I think Kevin probably is the right coach here, given his nature, his makeup, and uh, what a, the shitstorm that's always going on here, all the fires you have to put out. So 
that's probably the right move. Does it happen? Um, I think so, but we'll see. Jackson asks, is the Chicago game a trap game? Well, no. I, I mean, you know, the Bears are 5-8, and eight, but they've won 3 of 4. Their defense has been really good. Um, I, I, a true trap game, though. The Browns are, A, not good enough, and B, in no position to overlook anyone. The, the Bears are still alive in the NFC playoff race. Um, yeah, th- th- this is not... Uh, you know, it's not a try. It, it, it's one the Browns have to win. I, I think they will. Um, I have injury concerns. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. So, uh, bring Staley home. No, um, his high school alma mater has a coach. They just won the state championships. And no, I don't think he'll be coming home. We'll see. I, I don't know. I don't know what his life arrangements are. I would probably continue to live in Southern California if I was him. But, you know, I don't, who knows? Maybe he wants to come home to Lake County. Um, yeah, went, went over the O-line depth, um, you know, the emergency plan there, and obviously you don't. You know, one, one thing that I think is a concern for this week, other than than blocking Montez Sweat, right, and uh, <clears throat> and making sure you get fields to the ground, is the, the trickle down on the special teams when all of a sudden guys who only played special teams are full-time starters, and now you got guys out of sorts, right? So Anthony Walker can step in as the punt protector, and, you know, you have fields, you have guys like Adams and Kanashik who only play special teams still. Um, you know, kudos to the to Brandon Lynch, the corners coach, and to Schwartz and to all the guys involved. Even with Ward out, they played five corners in the game last week, <laughs> right? So guy, guys held up. I, I know the Browns gave up 27 points last week, but when you look at how the first two were scored and how the game was played, that was a defensive masterpiece. So... You know, the, the old cliche is you need 10 DBs over the course of the year. Well, now the Browns are like on 12 and 13 with four games left. But there is a trickle down with guys having to play out of position and do new things. So, um, you know, this this staff, this coaching staff has coached them up, and this personnel staff went and got Dustin Hopkins. They went and got Pierre Strong. You know, they stuck with Ronnie Hickman. Um, guys just have to continue to perform. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I looked at Jason the other day and I said, I'm not sure I'd kick a 55 yarder. Well, Hopkins, it's a no doubter. You know, the guy should go to the pro bowl. He's been awesome, but we'll see. Um, one of these games, maybe this week, maybe next week, maybe all of them are going to come to the end. And then, then your, your older kicker, but your much, much older quarterback. They're going to be in a spotlight. You know, maybe your defense, which is down bodies is running out of gas is going to need to stop. We'll see when that goes. Um, but like I said, just, you have to, even if you want to say, I'm, I'm worried about where this is headed with the injuries and, and, you know, the law of averages, regression, all those things, whatever you want to say, you have to give kudos to what they've done so far. And to be two away, we'll see. So um, Steve asks, is Denzel playing Sunday? I don't know. I, I believe so, but I don't know. Kevin's going to address it. Um, it's a matter of Denzel getting cleared by the doctors. He went through practice last week. He was feeling better. The doctors said he wasn't ready. So um, I don't know if, if they said he's ready this morning or if it'll come to Saturday again, but but we will see. Um, you know, frankly, to me, that's not the, the largest issue, although obviously you want your guys back. You want everybody that you, you can have. So um, question, should Kareem Hunt get more touches? I don't think so. I, I, don't, I think they've found a great role. Kareem's another one that wasn't on the team, <laughs> even though he's been here since 2019. He wasn't on the team. Uh, at the beginning of the year, and he's come in, he's scored. What, what's he scored in six games? And he's played since week four, week three, 
you know, um, when he needs the yard on third or fourth down, you always trust that he's going to get it. Yes, for the ball. But no, I think they've done a nice job. And I know Ford's banged up, but he's not missed time, even with what was originally diagnosed as a high ankle sprain. So I think they've done a good job of keeping everybody healthy and fresh. And no, I, I don't think that Kareem Hunt getting more touches is the key to unlock. I think Joe Flacco has unlocked this offense. And I think keeping Kareem Hunt effective is a key to keeping it going. But I don't think that that's something that, that really needs to happen. Um, I know some of you guys want to die over 90 passes in two games, but look, they trust the guy. <laughs> they trust him to run the offense. They trust him to come give honest feedback on the sidelines. They trust him to get the ball where it needs to go. And, you know, probably it's been since late 2020 with Baker since they've had that. And I don't know how long that even lasted. So, um, hey, whatever works, keep, keep it going, right? Anonymous user, is there any other option other than Hudson at tackle? No, there's really not, right? Unless you move Michael Dunn out there permanently, but but he's a guard. He just has some tackle um, in his background from college and from when he was on the practice squad with the Browns, you know, just just logging his reps. He knows the offense for all five spots he can play, but no. Um, like I said, Leroy Watson is a, is a second-year or third-year guy who's been on practice squads. He had never played a real NFL snap until the Browns put him in as an extra tackle. Uh, like three weeks ago. And, you know, Alex Leatherwood, there's a reason he's first round pick who's been cut by these other teams. So uh, I don't think there is. So you just do what you do. You you mix in the extra linemen. You do what you do to protect them and you try to stay out of, of being down 10 or 14. So we'll see. Um, Kevin will be up. If you guys follow on the team website or whatever, Kevin will be up 1245, one o'clock, somewhere in that range. Um, I have my thoughts column for the week going up later this afternoon. Jason today wrote about uh, Flacco's fit in the offense, getting back under center, and some of the things he's done. So we'll continue to have you covered. We'll count you down to Sunday, and then we'll talk to you then. Thanks, everybody.